Pro Football Playbook, presented by the Pigskin Podcast Network, your source for team news, draft needs, player profiles and rankings, full senior bowl, combine, and NFL draft coverage, news, analysis, discussion. It's in the playbook. Now, here is your host, sports journalist Bill Alfstead, and featured analyst Keith Myers. to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Phil Alpstead, sitting down as usual with my co-host, Mr. Keith Myers. Keith, hey. How's it going, Bill? You ready to um, talk some uh, playoff picture and, and everything that's going on? Yeah, absolutely. This will be a great show, fun show this week. Um, get you all caught up on where the conference standings currently are. And I thought we'd just have some fun today, uh, both of us, by by ranking all of those teams that are currently in the playoff hunt. Uh, we'll leave the teams that are kind of looking from the outside in currently, but still have an opportunity. That's another day for them. Uh, today, we're going to focus on who's in um, and, and kind of put those in some semblance of an order. Um, I did my order a, a, and spent a little bit of time on it, as in I wrote a list, and <laughs> you spent slightly more time than I did. You put that list in some semblance of of some order. And so we do have some differences, which is which is awesome, and we'll make the show slightly entertaining in the second so. half as we <laughs> move forward. And just a reminder as well, um, as we transition from the regular season coming to an end here in the next couple of weeks, the show will also transition a little bit as we move forward. We're doing, um, at a minimum, two shows a week, most of the time three shows a week, Two of those shows are going to be focused primarily on the NFL draft. This week coming up, we're going to have a show on offensive tackles. And then we're also uh, sitting down with um, Denny, the uh, owner of the NFL mock draft database, to go over some current trends and uh, risers and followers, um, his consensus mock draft, and kind of um, take a look at the first round a little bit more closely and follow some of those players that are kind of establishing themselves um, quickly as featured elements in the first round already um that list is really not moving too much same players different teams sometimes and so forth so that's kind of interesting to to look at so let's get started in the afc and just kind of go through which teams are in fact in the playoffs and which teams are kind of outside looking in let's start in the afc east keith where the buffalo bills yeah buffalo bills and the patriots had a great game this last week the Bills yep. came out on top. Josh Allen, you know, established himself as, um, you know, as a really nice looking quarterback in that game again, uh, with three touchdowns and um, the the running game uh, really worked against the Patriots. And um, you know, the Patriots just kind of struggled a little bit um, with their rookie quarterback, who looked a little bit like a rookie. Uh, not too many games this this year uh, has been that way, but this this time uh, it was. Uh, Patriots are still sitting at nine and six; they're in the playoffs. Uh, but the Bills um, took command of that division um, with the same record. Um, but it's it is interesting to to kind of take a look at that and see. I think you know the Bills were always going to be the better team. It seemed like like mm-hmm. this was their division to to lose this year and it's taken this long to kind of figure that out, but 
Yeah, I mean the the Bills um, started out hot. They were the they were one of the top teams in the AFC. Two or three teams in the AFC, and they were going to be right there in the discussion for the Super Bowl. And then they kind of fell apart, and and really went through a stretch in the middle of the year where it they really struggled on both sides of the ball. Um, just could not put it together. Uh, but they've rebounded, and they've you know won the last couple of weeks. They've looked good doing it. They beat the Patriots. They now own the tiebreaker for the Patriots. So. Um, you know, the Bills are in control of that division with two really easy games um, to go. And so they should they should end up with 11 wins and, and as the the top of that division and um, yeah. probably the, the three seed in in that conference. So um, and sitting at the currently the, the fourth seed right now. Yeah, I'm um, just saying that, that that's where yeah. they where they where they likely and, will end and they've up. got where your Manning games against the Falcons and the Jets that the Patriots mm-hmm. have remaining games against the Jaguars and that the Dolphins um, likely now that you know they're they're the number six seed overall right now it seems like they're likely to kind of stay in that pocket right mm-hmm. now um, and that Dolphin game you know that could do- be instrumental yeah because that Dolphin game I mean we got to talk about the Dolphins the Dolphins. Um, are in the playoffs as of right now as the seven seed. There's three teams in that con or in that division, um, just like the NFC West. There's three teams in that division that are that are in uh, in the playoffs, and the fact that it's the Dolphins um, is surprising. I mean, they were terrible at the beginning of the year. They were one of the worst teams yeah. in in the sport. They were talking about you know having a top five pick and the ability to pick a quarterback because they were going to give up on Tua. They were Dolphins started the, started the season one and six Keith. Yeah. And And are now are eight and seven. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a real testament to the just sheer fortitude of the will of that team and the leadership um, and, and the quarterback play Tua's Mm -hmm. just had, you know, been playing really well this year. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't playing great at the start of the year, and then he got hurt, and and they really struggled at times. But he's pulled it together. The team's kind of rallied around him. Um, they've got good leadership. Uh, I think that the the you've you've like really liked the roster um, the last couple of years. Yeah, and I, I think have. That, they built the roster really really well. I thought. And so it was weird with that that they were as bad as they looked at the beginning of the year. But I think their their record now is more indicative of where their talent level is. So it's good to see them continue to progress and, and, and make spots. I don't know if they're going to do anything. I don't know if they're going to keep, I don't know if they're going to keep, I don't know if they're going to keep that seventh seed Keith. And we'll talk about it as we go through the rankings because they play the Titans and the Patriots. That's a real tough schedule. Finish off their year. Um, So we'll see the division tiebreakers, um, you know, help them a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. Especially over the Chargers and um, and and Baltimore coming up, so we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, the Jets are out. NFC, AFC North, uh, the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals, Bengals are the team. And the Ravens had a great game this this week. You know, there was some talk earlier in the week about um, the the idea. Uh, of the Bengals quarterback not being not having a gold jacket quite yet and uh, he had pretty much taken care of them in the second half of their first game you know scoring uh, three touchdowns you know in the second half of mm-hmm. the first matchup and they came out victorious and the Bengals went in and he Joe Burrow had just a historic day and a monster as, day as you know over 500 yards passing 
you know, four touchdowns or whatever, four or five. It was just crazy. And um, it just really kind of took that division, really, um, which is a great thing. If you've been following the Bengals for, for a long, long time, um, it's about time, right? Like mm-hmm. Joe Burrow came back from that devastating knee injury this year and has just put together a really nice season. And to have him really close out like he's doing right now is you know a testament to that team and the idea that they could possibly do some damage um, in the playoffs. When was the last time they were genuinely good? That's been I don't know, dude. Carson, know, the Carson really. Palmer era. Mm, yeah, because I mean they had some they had some good defenses when Andy Dalton was their starting quarterback, but the problem was that Andy Dalton was their starting quarterback, um, and. Yeah, I think you have to go back to the Carson Palmer days. I will say that the the Ravens are they're a mess. Uh, they're they're outside the playoffs. They could get yeah. themselves yep. back in, but they yeah, they're currently four in, the, in a row. the tenth seed right now in the AFC standings. So they're yeah. you know, and that's with an eight and seven record. It's not like they have a losing record. They could go on and win the last remaining games against the Rams and the Steelers. It seems somewhat unlikely because the Rams really want to win. Yep. And the Steelers want to show um, mm-hmm. in that division that they're, you know, they they still care. Um, so it's going to be a tough go for the for the Ravens. And like you said, they're they're losing. They're they're trending in the wrong direction, similar to some something like the uh, the Arizona Cardinal team in the NFC, mm-hmm. um, which is just crazy. Yep. All right, and then Pittsburgh is. Uh, it looks like they're outside of it, and then the Cleveland Browns are last place in the AFC North. Nobody would have thought that this year, given the um, what they did they last, year, last year, what the expectations yeah. were. They've just failed to live up to expectations. Well, and they've had they've had some some fairly devastating injuries, and even some minor injuries that have hurt them. I mean, um, the inner the injury to Baker Mayfield. I know it's his non throwing shoulder, but you can tell he is struggling to get the ball downfield because of, of the rotational motion of his body and everything. Um, and he's in a lot of pain and, and it's just, he hasn't been the same quarterback this year as last year because of it. And, and that's really hurt. So, um, they've kind of, for them, this is kind of a, you know, rinse, repeat, let's try it again next year, uh, type of situation. But I think that I still think they're trending at, on a year to year basis. They're, they're trending, uh, as a good team and not as the Browns, you know what I mean? Like, cause the Browns have been kind of the laughing stock since they came back into the league and, um, I don't believe that's true because even in this year, which is a down, disappointing year, they're seven and eight and have a chance to finish um, above 500 just outside the playoffs. Um, and that's a bad year for them. That, that, that's a, a that would have been a fantastic year for any in any yes. any year for the Browns up until last year. Right. So um, the fact that this is now considered a down year, um, yeah. Is, and they is, and they still have good. to play the Bengals, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and at at uh, Pittsburgh as well. So, yeah, it, it could be trouble for them this year. Okay, AFC South: the Titans are at the top at ten and five. Uh, the Colts are at nine and six. That's definitely the class of the division. The Texans and the Jaguars at the bottom are out of it. Um, the Titans win against the uh, 49ers last Thursday night. Um, they're second in the AFC standings behind the chiefs. Mm -hmm. Um, and they've got the head to head tiebreaker if needed in hand. 
the remaining schedule is the Dolphins and the Texans. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are going to be, you know, on on anybody's list as far as uh, quality teams out of the AFC this year. The Indianapolis Colts, number five seed overall after their win against the Arizona Cardinals, um, and they have the head-to-head tiebreaker over the Patriots as well, face the Raiders and the Jaguars um, to finish out. Uh, so the Indianapolis Colts look like a strong contender to at least possibly do some damage in the playoffs once they get there. Maybe they've won three straight um, and they've done, you know, they've beaten some quality teams. Nobody likes Carson Wentz, Keith, but all they do is they just keep winning as a team. You know, they, it's a team sport and they have a good team. They've got a, they've got a, they've got a good defense. They've got a, a good great, coach. a great running game, a uh, fantastic offensive line. And quite frankly, um, one of the better, more underrated coaches in the, in the league. So um, I, I like them. I don't know if damage in the playoffs is, is in their future, but they could win a game. Um, they, they could, they could upset someone in that, in that first round. And uh, I guess maybe if you want to count that as damage, I don't consider them a, a contender to go deep into the playoffs. No, um, but, but yeah, that, that first weekend, I wouldn't want to play them there. They, they look like they're going to be a tough out because of their ability to run the football, play good defense. Um, and just hopefully avoid costly mistakes. If Wentz can do that, they're gonna they're gonna be really annoying to whoever they're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, as a as a wild card team, that's that's. I mean, and, and it could be do. the it could be the Patriots, it could be the Bengals, it could be the Titans that they play. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's you know that that being that fifth seed is going to put you right in the middle of the of the muck. So, all yeah. right, the AFC West, um, the Chiefs seem to be the dominant class, um, not only in this division, but of, of all of football. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got the Chiefs at 11 and four, the Chargers outside looking in currently at eight and seven, Raiders, Broncos. That's a great division. And I would have thought maybe one, if not two or three teams would have emerged out of this division, just like the AFC East. Um, but it's just not happening right now just because of tiebreakers um all that kind of stuff going in um, well part of it is that they this is a division where they've kind of beat up on each other these this mm-hmm. was um for most of the season the best division in the afc and then you've seen the raiders just fall off uh, although they've won their last two but um they've completely fallen off and and, and lost uh their spot in the playoffs the chargers continue to look like a team that could um you know, be a playoff team, maybe win some games in the playoffs, and then they turn around and just can't get off the field defensively and can't stop the run and look terrible the next game. And so they're sitting just outside. And the Broncos, too, I mean, they're at seven and eight. Um, they're a team that's probably better than I think most people think, but not as good as they want they want to be or they think they are. Um, and they're, yeah, again, going to be just outside looking in. So it's a good division overall, but probably a division that only gets one team into the playoffs. And now a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. 
Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 and older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yes, and it's possible that too. I mean, even the Broncos are uh, right now 13th mm-hmm. overall, but they're only one game out of the final playoff spot. Yep. Um, and you can say that about the uh, the Raiders and the Chargers as well. Uh, obviously, a few other teams with those seven and eight to eight and seven records and so forth right now. Yeah, the Raiders um, and Chargers are both um, tied for the last playoff spot, but just lose out because of tiebreakers in this spot. And that will work itself out because the Dolphins have a you know, um, a couple of tough games coming up. So the the opening will be there for one of those teams to take it if they choose to. Um, although the Ravens and Steelers uh, are the other two teams that will uh, be trying to take that spot if the if the Dolphins give one up. So, so you want to take us through the NFC, Keith? Yeah. So in the NFC, um, you know. It, it's it seems to be a much more clearer picture. Um, let's start in the East. The Cowboys are there. They're the class of that division at eleven and four. Uh, the Eagles are currently at eight and seven. They look like they're probably um, going to to get in as as one of the um, the bottom seeds in in the playoffs. And behind them is Washington at 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 six and nine, and the Giants at four and eleven. And neither of those teams are 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 good football teams right now. Both of them are on on fairly lengthy uh, losing streaks. And yeah. so it's it's really just you know the, it's the Cowboys and then hopefully the Eagles can sneak in. It's the Eagles that that I'm worried about the most though because of their remaining schedule. You know they play at Washington, they play uh, against the Cowboys in the final game, uh, which ends up being a very very big game for the Eagles, not so much for the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see how that plays out for the Eagles because that's not easy. No, you know, that's not easy to do. So we'll we'll see. <clears throat> and as we go through the list, we can find out who else might be contending for that seventh spot. So, yeah, um, I do think that, well, it, it's not going to mean much for the Cowboys in terms of getting in. It may mean a lot to the Cowboys in terms of playoff seating. And so they yes, may they correct. may want um, they may want that that game or they may not, depending on what happens between now and then. So um, if we move to the north. You've got uh, the Packers at 12 and three. They're currently the number one seed in the NFC. Um, you know, they've won four straight. Their defense looks solid. And then, you know, offense, you know, is good with Aaron Rodgers. Um, and behind them, it's a lot of, well, uh, the Vikings are technically still in the hunt at seven and eight, but they're not going anywhere, even if they make it. Um they're going to be a very quick out. The Bears at five and ten, the Lions at two, uh, 12 and one, are you know, at this point looking at at their draft pick uh, status because they're not, you know, they're not good teams at all. Um, it, it's really just still kind of a one team division, and the Vikings are hoping to make a go of it, but they need help. They need help to get in, um, and so 
Yeah, it really comes down to the Packers. And, and, the, and the remaining schedule of Packers uh, and Bears for the Minnesota Vikings as well. Yeah, and so it comes down that, um, you know, for the Packers, uh, win your last two and you're the number one seed. And uh, that's kind of what they're looking at. and Or they're looking at the the Cowboys and going, hey, if the Cowboys drop one, then, then the Packers get the number one seed just outright. And um, maybe they can rest some people at the end. But... Um, yeah, they're they're kind of in that you know, um, in that penthouse looking down yes, at everybody. Exactly, and exactly. Um, and, and they've got it easy. Um, in the South, you've got um, Tampa at eleven and four. That at one point, I mean, everyone would have considered them, you know, if not the favorite to come out of the NFC, at least you know a favorite to make it to the NFC title game. Uh, but they've run into some fairly rough injuries here the last couple of weeks. And they, yeah, they still won uh, this last week, but they feel like a, a diminished version of an eleven and four team. Yeah. Um, and but they're also the only team in that division that's that's likely to make the playoffs because well, they're, they're the number four seed right now overall. Mm-hmm. But they've got games against the Jets and the Panthers to finish out the season, so the likelihood that they're going to get to thirteen is is pretty high, yeah. and and keep that fourth seed at a minimum and possibly move up a little bit depending on what Dallas does depending on what the Green Bay Packers end up doing. And, um, and, what, and what happens in, in the NFC West, too. But behind them is the Falcons at 7-8, and eight, uh, the Saints at 7-8, and eight, who um, are a better team roster uh, than their record, but they don't have a quarterback. Uh, that's just a, that whole quarterback situation has been kind of a mess for them. And the Panthers at 5-10 and 10 are in desperate need of a quarterback themselves as that team's completely fallen apart. Remember they were three and zero at the start of the year and now they're five and 10, right? Um, they just continue to lose games. They've lost five straight. So um, yeah, it's really kind of Tampa and everybody else in that mm-hmm. division, just like uh, the North is the, um, the Packers and, and, and everyone else. Um, and then you've got the NFC West, which is kind of the opposite of that, where you've got it's like the um, AFC East where you've got three teams currently sitting in the playoffs. You've got the Rams at 11 and four. They are um, definitely the tr- team trending upward. They've overtaken the Cardinals. They've um, looked really solid doing it. They look like a team that's probably um, going to make a deep run into the playoffs. Um, once they get there, they're currently looking at a situation where they are looking at, Hey, can we catch the Packers for that one seed and the and the buy? Um, behind they would be, is, yeah, they would be one of the few teams that that actually really maybe have a chance to do that with yeah. games remaining against the Ravens and the uh, and the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I mean, those aren't easy games. I mean, the uh, the Ravens and 49ers are both um, are both decent teams. I mean, they're not. Um, when, when you look at those matchups, though, the, they do favor the Rams. You oh, know, the, the the Rams are going to be favored in both those games, and they should be. They're the they're the better team, but this it's not like they're playing you know the Jets and the Jaguars, right? Um, you know, the, you could you could definitely have an easier schedule than what the Rams have, but uh, they have the ability to catch uh, the Packers if they if they get a little help, and and so they're going to be one of the teams that's looking, at, you know, at that uh, spot and, and and going for it. The Cardinals, on the other hand, are five are ten and five. You know, you're looking okay. So that's they look like record wise, they're one of the better teams. They're, um, you know, have a shot to overtake the Rams still, but they've lost three straight and they yeah. look absolutely awful doing it. They've, 
the wheels have completely come off that. They even that, went into the playoffs because another team helped them, you know, this, this week. Mm-hmm. It's like they didn't really, they, they lost, but they still got into the playoffs. Yeah. They clinched um, without, right. without winning. Right. Um, and, and they're, they're, they're just sliding. This is the second year in a row where they have started out really hot and then fallen apart. Uh, luckily for them this year, they decided to fall apart late enough in the year that they're still going to get into the playoffs. Unlike last yeah. year, but it'll but be man. interesting to watch their last two games too, because you really want these guys. If you're a Cardinals fan, you, you want this team to respond to mm-hmm. this fall and compl- and rebound. Like let's have a, let's, this is a good game against the, and a good Cowboys team at the Cowboys this weekend. You've got to go in there and like win this game mm-hmm. because of, pride you want to go in with some momentum into the playoffs your last game at home against the seahawks you want to just completely decimate the seahawks team yeah, uh, they're, they're already they're completely fallen the seahawks sit at five and ten you want to ensure that you completely trounce that team now it used to be a game where you might have it on your schedule that you could sit players and rest now you need to go in and win that mm-hmm. game convincingly so that you can have something in the playoffs where your team is confident and going uh, in an upward trajectory right now, you're not, and you don't want to limp into the playoffs losing one of of your last two games, maybe one of those completely unconvincingly skate by and then be one and done in the playoffs. Your entire coaching staff would be susceptible at that point to well, you're being jettisoned and losing, starting over. Losing one of your, your last two games would mean losing four of your last five games. Yes, because they've lost three in a row, and so that, that's a, that's they're in a situation where I mean they were ten and two, they were the number one overall seed. Oh, in, yeah, there was no the question who, who who the best team in the NFC was. It was just it was Arizona, and then there was everyone else. Yeah, and and uh, that's absolutely not the case. And and um, I mean, I never thought that they were head and shoulders above anyone. Like you, you know, we've had this conversation multiple oh, times. Oh, many, many um, times. Yeah. Uh, I always considered them, you know, more of a second tier team, even when they were 10 and two, I thought they were, um, I always thought the Rams were, were a bit more talented team. Um, and I thought the Packers were a better team. Um, but the Cardinals were winning and they were winning in the right way. And they were just, just and Kyler Murray looked good. outstanding. Yeah. He was an MVP candidate and they were just, and so I was sitting there going, you know, I have this opinion, but I could easily be wrong. And they've unfortunately decided to prove me right here at the end of the season. And and honestly, I like Kyler Murray enough. I'm I'm sad to see them prove me right. I wanted the Cardinals to be better mm-hmm. than than my my internal um, voices told me. What um, if they're, what they're if not. the Cardinals went to the Cowboys, had a statement game uh, against a, a Cowboys team that definitely wants to win this game? Uh, Cardinals come out on top on the road in a kind of a statement end of the year kind of game and then, and then do what they need to do against the Seahawks. Does that change your idea of what this team could be in the playoffs? I don't know. Um, Cause you're, because... you've, you've been a guy that's been on the fence for not just this year in previous years with this regime, with this quarterback, I really don't the talent like... around the, the roster building it's process the with them. It's not the quarterback. I like Kyler Murray. I think he is, I, and I like the way that they built the roster. And I, I think they they've got they've got some talent in on all over the roster. They've got some nice things going on there. Um, my problem is entirely with the coaching staff. I don't think that that is a quality NFL coaching staff. And I think the fact that they've the wheels have fallen off, you know, mid season two years in a row, 
um, and they're not living up to their talent level is an indictment of the coaching staff. Uh, and there's a there is a bias there on my part is simply because I really hated the hire when it happened. Um, and I'm slow to give them <clears throat> credit when they do good things. <clears throat> but, you know, then th- things like this happen and I have a hard time saying that I shouldn't. I mean, yep. they're just they're just not it's not a good coaching staff and it's not a good not a great team. If they do come out and beat the Cowboys, they they beat the Seahawks, um, that'll put them at uh, you know, 12 and five, but they're still not going to win the division because the Rams hold the tiebreakers. Um, and so the Rams will, will still win the division. The Cardinals are still looking at three road games to try and, and get anywhere. And they just have not played well in the second half of the season to have me think that they're going to be able to maintain any kind of level of excellence the same way they did against, um, you know, in this theoretical um, standpoint against against Dallas, when they haven't been able to to play well against lesser teams. So, I mean, they got they got trounced by the Lions in this slide. So, yeah. uh, let's does one game against a good team like the Cowboys change your mind after watching, you know, them get beat by bad teams uh, yeah. the previous few weeks? And it's not like they haven't been healthy. They got all their guys healthy, um, and th- then they fell apart. So that that's what the worrisome part for me. So um, we haven't talked about the 49ers yet. They're eight and seven. They're currently the um, uh, the seventh seed, aren't they? Or, or no, they're the they're the fifth seed currently. No, they're the, they're the sixth seed because um, the Cardinals are the five. Um, that's correct. So yeah, they're the, the but they're sitting in a situation they'll probably make it in. Um, that loss this week did not help them, but you know they could be bumped. They could, they're one of the team. They're they're the team that could be bumped out. Um, they're the, at that that spot. But then you look at start looking at like who's going to pass them, right? Uh, the Eagles what do you, might, what do you think but about the Eagles the Jimmy are Garoppolo situation with the 49ers. The 49ers, like, I believe, have misplayed that. I, I do um, too, but, but but what I'm talking about specifically now is the injury to Jimmy Garoppolo and, and um, it, it looks like he's not going to be able to go. Yeah. So um, is that a good thing or a bad thing for the team? Well, it would have been a good thing had Trey Lance been uh, had some snaps this year and mm-hmm. been ready for this moment. Now we don't know. Yeah. I think that um, it's a, I think that the Jimmy Garoppolo injury hurts San Francisco's, um, you know, playoff aspirations because of the fact that Trey Lance wasn't prepped. He wasn't given enough snaps. He wasn't given that opportunity. Um, and they, the, the 49ers went with the lesser player because they, because they're trying to win, you know, win now, get into the playoffs yes. now, but long-term they needed to have been playing Lance. They, sh- there were, there were a couple of different points in the season where making a transition to Trey Lance, um, you know, long-term was the right move and they chose not to do it. And it's paid off a little bit in the short term. Yeah, you know, if you really look at it though, too, they're nearly a 500 team. They're eight and seven. They're one mm-hmm. loss away from being 500. You know, you can't be 500 in the NFL right now based on the 17 game schedule, but they're as close to a 500 team as you can get with Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy that they thought could get them into the playoffs and, and be a sure thing to do that. Now is you know borderline a uh, questionable yep. situation all year long 
based on the idea that Trey Lance was going to be your future anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so now you've wasted an entire year possibly of development on maybe or maybe not getting in the playoffs. You're certainly not going to do a lot of damage once you get there with the roster you currently have. So now it's the worst case scenario. You've yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo's played all year. Now he's not going to, it looks like Trey Lance has got to come in and be the magician without any tricks in his bag because he hasn't had any time to develop them. Yeah. And they're going to go into next season. Um, instead of having Trey Lance going into year two, having a year under his belt, they're exactly. going to go, they're going to go into next season with him essentially as a rookie because he hasn't played. Um, now granted, if he gets to play these last two games, you know, he can self scout it a little bit when during the off season and watch his own tape, there is something to be gained that will help him going forward. But I, like I said, I think they've misplayed the situation. I think that they needed to have made this transition because they're not a good enough team um, to sacrifice the future um, a little bit in order to try and make a run now because they were never going to do anything um, once they got there. The roster is just not good enough. You and I and everyone else knew that. Okay, so let's rank these teams now. We know everyone that's in the playoffs. We just listed all of them. Mm -hmm. Let's kind of put these guys in some semblance of a list. And okay. well, I'll just we'll just kind of go through the list, and when we have differences, let's stop and talk about it briefly. No, we're going to stop and talk about it at the very first name. <laughs> I've because got, I've got you, the Green Bay the Packers at the top. You do. I thought you had the I Chiefs do. at the top. I also no. have the I have the Packers at the top. I think they I have are. the Packers at the top, but there is a question mark on it, and Why? the question mark is they are only plus fifty nine point differential. True. At that record which is remarkable that means that you have a lot of stuff going your way a lot of balls bounce your way a lot of calls a lot of all that kind of stuff to get to 12 wins already and likely finish out with 14 like you'll Mm -hmm. have you'll be 14 and 3 with a point differential of under probably 70 which is which is remarkable for any season and yeah. um, it's I, I don't know so we'll it see also means, it also means they got thumped a little bit in the in their losses which um, you never want to see but at the same time like I, I I I'm not really that concerned about are they the class the of they're the class of the NFL they're regardless the class, they're the class of the NFC no matter what uh, well, okay but N- we're making we're making an entire we're making an NFL true list. The class of the of the I don't want to say that they're the class of the NFL because the number two team is right there with them. I've got Kansas City at number two. Kansas City is number two. Now Kansas City, if you take a look at Kansas City after the first seven weeks, Heath, they three and four wouldn't even be making the playoffs. No. At three and four, and then they've literally gone. They have on lost. a eight win win streak, and so they're, they're getting, and they've been and getting four. better. They've been getting better. Through the team, win streak as a defense, yeah, the defense went from being awful and, to being and Patrick Mahomes good. had some questionable games in those in that stretch in yeah. that run. But he's you know, where he ran. didn't carry the team, he didn't mm-hmm. have to carry the team. You know, Terry Kill still did his thing, etc. But that defense really kind of stepped up and made that team more balanced this year, which is yep. which is scary in the playoffs. That's a team that needs. God, they need another receiver. They need someone to, I mean, um, Kelsey at tight end is that guy, but they really need someone on the opposite side of the field to take some of the pressure off Hill because Hill is, 
the, the passing offense is so dependent on him um, yeah. that just getting one, you know, getting a little pressure off of him, I think would, would make that offense just even scarier than it already is. Um, okay. So after so, the chiefs. Yeah. So this is kind of where the, the list kind of gets squishy uh, mm-hmm. because there's a whole bunch of teams I think that could really fit this, you know, the next four mm-hmm. uh, on the list, but I've got the, the Buccaneers at number three. See, I, I don't, I have the Rams at number three. Um, That's that, interesting. The Rams are, remember this is a, this is a power ranking. So it's, it's not just the record or any of that. It's, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, where they're going, the Rams are trending up. Um, they're, they're starting to put it together after kind of a mid season, you know, spoon in the middle. Um, but the Rams are looking, are looking very good. And so mm-hmm. I've got them uh, there. I think same they, records, 11 and four point differential yep. for the Rams is 90 to 130 for the Bucks. But the Bucks um, also have dealt with, or now have some, some pretty major massive injuries on the offensive side of the ball, um, including, you know, Fournette, the running back is, is mm-hmm. out. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Evans and Godwin are hurt. And, uh, it, it's they're in a situation where, yeah, they they're eleven and four, and they've looked really good getting to eleven and four. But they're but they're matchup dependent now. If yeah. as they move forward, you know they're they're going to close out the season with the Jets and the Panthers. But so when it comes to the good. playoffs, yeah, you know they are they will face the number seven seed likely, or number fifth seed or sixth seed in the playoffs in the first game. Yeah, they're, um, they're so we'll see we'll see how that goes. Yeah, there, that could be the that could end up being the Rams. No, yeah, no, because the Rams aren't going to lose two in a row and have Arizona. The Rams might be the four the, the fourth seed, depending on how it all shakes out with the Cowboys and and Green Bay and so forth. So we'll uh, see. Yeah, I mean, so I yeah, I guess I I don't. Um, the Rams at, at the four seed are. I mean, all remember the the division winners all play um, wild card teams, and so uh, the Bucks won't be playing the Rams in the first round. That would would be the second round. They're all going to play the wild card teams. Um, sure. and there's no there's no way that Arizona is passing the Rams at this point. Um, so yeah, that, yeah I did, the Arizona Cardinal Buck playoff game would be very entertaining. It would be interesting. Inter- it would be interesting because you've got the the Bucks, which are um, a well coached, good team, but really injured and and going to struggle, uh, versus an Arizona team that is very talented but poorly coached um, and relatively healthy. And so we'll see: is it the health or the coaching um, that o- overcomes you know in there? So uh, that yeah. would be entertaining right. in a lot of ways. Okay, so the Bucks and then the, the Cowboys at number four. I also have the Cowboys at four. Okay. And then I have the Rams at five. You have the Bucks at five, I presume? I do. Okay. So we so just kind wait, of flip those. If you go, uh, if you look through there, right, the in the top five teams, um, we have one AFC team. That seems have, about right to me. It does. because Even though the AFC has, has been consistently, you know, middle of the road team, slightly above middle of the road. There's a bunch of them in the AFC. There's a bunch in of the there's NFC, a bunch of above some, average some good teams. teams at the top. Yep. Yeah. In in the NFC, you've got the the four division winners and Arizona that have looked yes. um like really good teams. And there are there any other than the Chiefs now, have there been any really good teams in the AFC? At times well, at times Tennessee looked like it, 
Yeah. Right. Early in the season, the Bills, but yeah. no. Right. Uh, the the NFC's got the got the top end, the AFC's in the middle, and then the NFC's got a bunch of teams in the bottom too. So So yeah. my sixth overall ranking though is the Bills. See, I'm I went with the Bengals. Yeah. I thought See, that I thought to that, me is interesting. That because because I have the Bengals considerably further down my list. I know you I'm, do. But I would certainly move those guys up the way that Joe Burrow has has that team playing right now. And that's why they're trending in the right direction. I just I like the way they're playing. I like their um their you know their defense does it. Joe, Joe Burrow is is has been fantastic. He's he has a shown good... a chip on his shoulder this year that I didn't know that he had. Where he's he's willing to put that team on his back mm-hmm. and fight for victories and fight against teams that are that are kind of coming out against him and um, that's shown me a lot but i want to see more i'm not quite ready to anoint them that high up yet i mean if that if that were the case that would have been my second best team in the afc yeah and i'm not quite there yet with them so i've got that's why i've got them there is because um I, I still think Josh Allen and and the Bills are worthy of that spot. See, I have Josh Allen and the Bills one spot below. They're the and it's because they've they had that they 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 everything was rough for them for a while and yeah mm. they've kind of started to come out of it. They had that convincing win over New England, um, but I need to see more. I need to see that they that this is not that that wasn't a one week. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna, you know, take it to our division rival, um, and that they can actually string together some good quality play because they haven't done it in a while. Um, and so I I want to see them do it again. Now they may end up above the Bengals, uh, you know, by the end of the season in terms of my power rankings, if they can string together a couple more good wins. Um, but they just haven't done it in a while. So I wanted to see them do it again. Whereas I think the Bengals have have played um, consistently good for a while. Here's so. here's another difference that we're going to have mm-hmm. is my my next team at number seven overall is the Cardinals, followed by the number eight team overall, the Titans. And I think yeah. you probably <clears throat> have that uh, reversed at, at um, some at some. I have level. the tight. I have the Titans beneath the Bills. Yeah. Um. And my car for sense. me, the Cardinals are. Yeah. Down. They're 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 not even in this part of the list. Yeah, interesting. Okay, <coughs> so, so the so the Titans, I agree with you there. Uh, the Patriots at nine. Yep. And then I have the Bengals at ten. And see, I and I am bringing the Colts in at that point. Yeah, and I have the Colts at eleven. And then I have the Cardinals after. Wow. The Colts. Yeah. See, I've got the Cardinals still up at seven, and and but I'm barely. And the and the reason that I put them up there was the reason that I talked about when we talked about them in the segment with the NFC West is that I do expect them to go into the Cowboys and win. If they're a team that expects to do anything in the playoffs, if they're a team that sees themselves the way that they started this season. Um, even though they don't have Hopkins right now, they should be able to go in and take care of business and win. And I expect them to. And if they do, I think that they belong higher on this list. And if, so I want to see if that. they do, if they do, they might belong higher on the list, but this is the same team that just got trounced by the lions a week ago. Um, and you can't be 
you you can't tell me that a team that just gets clobbered by one of the worst teams in the NFL, maybe the worst team in the NFL, um, deserves to be higher on that list, especially <clears throat> as a team that's lost um, three games in a row. They're just they're not. Yeah, a I'm not. I'm not going to take anything away from the Lions in that game. If you watch that game, and I think you probably watched a little bit of it, I did. The the Lions looked like the better team that day. Yeah, and I'm not going to take anything away from them. They beat. I'm not. They beat I'm the not, Cardinals. I'm. You're right. They did. They looked like the better team, which to me says a lot about the Cardinals. It does say a lot about the Cardinals, but it also tells me about the heart of the of the Lion team as well. And I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it there. Okay. okay. So, um, so the well, Patriots at nine. I don't want to gloss over that. It led by a rookie quarterback, Bill Belichick's team. Mm-hmm. I think it shows the 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 value of coaching the value of what Bill Belichick does. I think that's written all over this Patriot team this year because oh, I yeah. don't think the roster is that great and they're performing at a, at a nice level. At a nice. I think that people got a little in front of themselves um, with the Patriots when they went on that winning streak and, and overtook the bills there for, for a second. Um, but they played a lot of really bad teams in, in that stretch um and now that they're playing better you know when they play better teams you kind of see where they really are they're a team that is significantly better than last year they've got they've got some pieces in place but they're a team that's i mean they began a rebuilding process um and then we're winning and everyone's like huh you know they're great uh, i think this the roster is not where it needs to be to to continue to um be a a force in the playoffs, but they deserve to make the playoffs with the way they played this year. And I like, I mean, um, I was not a fan of, you know, their draft pick at quarterback. And um, I, I thought of all the, of the five quarterbacks, he was the most likely to flop. He had the highest floor, but the lowest ceiling. And I saw him more of like an Andy Dalton type. Um, and he has proven me wrong for the most part. He has been, um, makes quick decisions, gets the ball out of his hand, um, does has some you know good accuracy. He's actually shown me more this year than I expected him to. I, I've been I've been really impressed. So I, that's why I've got the, the Patriots higher, um, just below the Titans and above the Colts. Yeah, um, and I had the Bengals thrown in there too, and I don't want to diminish that because um, we kind of lost them when we started talking about the Cardinals and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bengals, you had you had higher. You had, them I do. At, you know, Joe Burrow and company at, at what number seven behind the Bills? Um, six ahead of the Bills, right? Six ahead of the Bills. So that, so that's significant. Yeah. I mean, that really is a significant kind of list yeah. for you to be able to put that team up that high. Yeah, I mean, like these are power rankings, right? So it's it's how are they playing right now? Um, and that that's not just it's more than just the record, and it's how are they playing right now? And I just think that the Bengals are and have been playing really good football this year. Um, They aren't, I do still believe they're a year away. I think next year is the year where they come out and, and take the, that the the league and the AFC by force and, and push themselves up in the upper echelon, but they are ahead of schedule. Um, And I like what I'm seeing from them. Whereas the bills, I think, are the better, more talented team, but they haven't played well recently, except for the bills and the Titans kind of in the same boat. Yeah, the Titans, you know, have yeah, again, same idea. So, anyways, that's why I have them um 
you know, Bengals, Bills, Pats, or Bengals, Bills, Titans, Pats, Colts, a group of all AFC teams in there um, after, you know, that group of NFC teams. So the one we didn't talk about too much is the Colts. Um, We can talk about them if you'd like to. And then the the list for me finishes out 49ers, Eagles, Dolphins. Um, And and again, we're ranking the the playoff teams here. Yep. And so for uh, me, and I've got, after the Colts, I've got, that's where I finally slotted the Cardinals. (laughs) Wow. Um, Yeah. Because I mean, look at where they've they've just lost. ahead of the 49ers. Um I, I presume on your list somewhere yeah. in there. Um and it's it's 49ers, Eagles, Dolphins as as the bottom three. Um, same as you. So um, but yeah, just ahead of the just ahead of the 49ers, the the you cannot have watched the last three weeks and thought that the Cardinals were a good team. Yeah, no, they, I, they you're watched. right. In the way that we traditionally do these power rankings, you're you're right. That's kind of where they fit. I did it in a way that I've romanticized at the beginning of the year and, and thought about the Cardinals opportunity to write the ship before they get in the playoffs and what they could do in the playoffs as a roster, as a team that I'm, that's kind of why I put the Cardinals higher, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you're right. Currently the way that they're playing, they do belong closer to the bottom of this list. Yeah. I mean, I like, I think you can tell by our discussion here that I wait um, when we do these power rankings, I weight the more recent games higher um, and, you know, the early season stuff lower. That's why the Bills were lower than the Bengals is because the Bills looked great at the beginning of the year, but then they fell off. Um, the Cardinals are low because they were they looked amazing at the beginning of the year, but they've looked awful in recent weeks. Just awful. Um, and so, yeah, they just not long to be down there. Um, honestly, in that same idea, I. I I feel like maybe the Dolphins deserve to be higher than the 14th out of the 14th um, spot because they've won a bunch of games in a row and have yeah. looked pretty good. I just, I, I guess, I'm still not, I'm still not sold. Um, yeah, the Dolphins started one and six, Keith. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and and they probably should be higher, um, pr- maybe above the Eagles and the 49ers. Um, in, in terms of this, but I still have them down there because I still expect them to lose their, their next um, two and end up falling back out of the playoffs, which is unfortunate for them. Cause I think they've, they've, they, what they've done in order to win six in a row and get back to seven and six is a phenomenal uh, achievement. So yeah. Um, they what do you think of the of Eagles? For being good. What do you think of the Eagles? God, do you think they're going is... to be able to let, hold on? You yes. know, because uh, who who's going to pass them? They've got they've got games. Uh, they got a game against Washington, which they should win. And, and the Cowboys. I mean, so they the, could go five hundred in their last couple of games, and they may, depending on how things wash out with the Saints and and so forth, they may they may not make it. But yeah, right I mean, now someone, they're the seventh seed. So there's no gotta, guarantee. Someone's got to pass them, and you've got three teams with um, the Falcons, the Saints, and. Um, the Vikings who technically could pass them, but I have zero faith in any of those three teams to go two and zero. And nobody thought nobody them. thought that the Eagles would be a, a better than five hundred team this year. Jalen Hurts, they're eight and seven. They've got a nice point point differential of plus eighty. 
Um, the cow Cowboys above them at 11 and four are sitting at 150 point differential. Clearly mm -hmm. the class acted the division. Oh, absolutely. The Eagles are, are definitely ahead of schedule. I think they've been pleasantly surprised by the play of, of Jalen Hurts to the point where they may not even be looking for a quarterback this offseason. Truly, a, you know, a guy to come in and, and, and start. Now they could mm -hmm. be looking for that franchise guy and Jalen Hurts could be part of a package that was sent out. Yeah. Um, to, to help them get to the next level um, to I don't compete know if, against um, against Dak and, and the Cowboys, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts is a, is a guy who's limited as a thrower. Um, but sure. he, brings so much, he brings so much to the team as a runner and as a leader and, and all those kind of things. There's, there's a lot to like with him, um, but also a re, you need to recognize that you're not, you're probably not winning the Super Bowl with him. Um, and so they, they're in a tough spot. He's good enough to get them to where they are, which is slightly above 500 and a chance to get into the playoffs and all of that, but he's not good enough to win you a Super Bowl. And so I think they're, they're going to look at their options and building around Jalen hurts is probably plan B and plan A is going to be to turn that tremendous draft capital that they have. I believe they have three first round picks, yes. um, into a, a guy like Aaron Rodgers or, yeah. Um, you know, if he's available, Russell Wilson or, you know, one of those veteran guys that, that people keep talking about, because if they could, you know, trade those three first rounders and Hertz and get a, um, you know, Pro Bowl caliber veteran quarterback, I think they'll do it because that would make them a Super Bowl contender, whereas they wouldn't be with, with Hertz. So interesting. It's a possibility. All right. So that was kind of a fun list. You know, we both yeah. kind of varied a little bit in there. I think yours probably made more sense. You you spent a little bit more time thinking about it. I honestly, I I didn't, and I should have. <laughs> so that, there's that. So we've ran long today. So let's get out of here. Let's get uh, out of here. Find Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. I'm at Alfsted NFL. The show is at PF underscore Playbook. You can find us at uh, Pro Football Playbook dot co. It's our website, and you can find us on your favorite podcast platforms. Subscribe there, as well as our YouTube channel, uh, Pro Football Playbook, and um, and make sure you subscribe. We could use all the subscribers we could get, and that way you don't miss the show. And we're putting out two to three every week, all the way through the NFL draft. So, until next time, we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Pro Football Playbook Podcast. Follow Keith at Myers NFL. Bill is at Altstead NFL. The show is at PF underscore playbook. Listen and subscribe on your favorite podcast app or YouTube and at our website, profootballplaybook.co.